I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane. I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this man. Oh, my God. No. And, oh, Jesus and, Christ. Oh, yeah. And, and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it, do it harder, make more noise and stuff. It's gotta be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. It was unbelievable. That that was one of the stupidest plays I've ever seen. Ever. I can't believe it. I saw that final pop up. I'm like, what? I had to double I had to do a double take, man. I seriously. And we might as well just like say right now, we're we're just doing this part of the show is just for Bruce Mitchell personally, because he's going to fast forward. That was stupid as shit. The Carolina defense completely imploded as you were were following along. Yes, they stopped him on that fourth down, yes. and then there was a face mask, and they just compl- and the interference in the end zone, and it was death, 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 and that was the dumbest play call that I've seen since that Pete Carroll thing in the Super Bowl. That was dumb. Oh, oh yeah, that was that was see all the way, man. I don't know. I, I mean, Peyton Manning should issue a statement right now. I never heard of David Cutcliffe. I don't know who he. It should be like a Trump thing. I, knew, I don't David even know who, who? that is. David, David, David Schmutzmith? I don't know him. I'm, I don't. I don't think I even went to Tennessee when David Cutcliffe was there. I mean, there, there really should be like a sta- his publicist team should get out there and go. You cannot find a picture of me with David Cutcliffe in it. And I never went to the Angus Barn and ate with David Cutcliffe and gave like a five hundred dollar tip to the waiter. I don't never. know who that was. It was somebody impersonating me with a massive fucking forehead the size of the one on George Washington at Mount Rushmore, but it was not me. That's what Peyton Manning should do immediately. I hope he's writing this out right now as we're recording this. Right? Like I could I'm a PR genius. I could help you out, Peyton Manning, right now. You need to distance yourself from David Cutcliffe because that was the stupidest fucking call. There was I, I'll say this. Uh, Carolina did not deserve to win that game, but then again, neither did Duke. Neither nope. team deserved to win that game. Nope, you're right. And it, one of the things, even being a Carolina fan, it bothers me. I, I saw Mac Brown afterwards. Go, man, it's just great rivalry. And it's just, man, I'm just. I was happy for the kids because they rebounded from the Virginia Tech thing. Yes, which yes. is fine, whatever. But Mac has fucked up so many times as a multi-million dollar head coach this year, and it ain't even funny. Including the thing that I've harped on with you all all season long in that first game at South Carolina, downing the fucking football on fourth down and giving it back to them with time mm, on the clock. That was, and I think it was, that Ch- was brutal. Wasn't it Chaz Surratt that saved his ass in that in that game too? What Didn't he come through I and kill the quarterback? I believe he did, yes. Jesus Christ, this kid is like, I don't, he's making no money. Mac Brown makes millions of dollars and this kid saves his ass like week after week after week after week. Unreal. I just remember after he downs the ball on fourth down, gives the ball back to South Carolina, they got a chance for one play, and I think it was uh, Chastel yeah, that came through the line and killed the quarterback. That's another time I was doing like double takes. I was like, well, did I just what? Did I just see that? I could, what? I what? Like, they do. I mean, there's like, there's got to be like eight coaches on the sidelines and at least four in the box, and one of them has to be able to count to four. Uh, you, you, you would hope. I mean, I mean, Carolina is a pretty reputable school. I would say. Uh, I, you can make your, you know, African American. You can make your studies. arguments about some things. Yeah, make your African American jokes about the yeah, the yeah, studies yeah. program or whatever you want right, to do right. and all that other shit. But, but hey, somebody the fifteen million dollars worth of coaches, somebody should have gone. You know, if we down the ball here, they're going to have the ball back with time on the clock. We probably shouldn't do that. 
No, it's probably not a good idea. If we if we give them ball back with time on the clock, maybe if we did that like thirty yards in the other direction, that would be a good thing, right? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, bizarre. They didn't deserve. They they did. That was that was the that, weirdest. that game deserved to be a tie. That <laughs> yeah. day, that game deserved to go like fifteen thousand overtimes and just end up in a tie. But you know, if it ended up, if it ends up the other way and Carolina completely fucks it up and their defense implodes, Bruce runs around acting like it was a fifty-six nothing blowout. You oh God, realize, yeah. Oh, oh God, your ass. We destroyed you. Oh. <laughs> How they blow that big lead? Why they mm. blow that big lead they had? It's unbelievable. I can't they didn't believe, have a. I can't believe he called that play. I mean, is, that, that, that blows my mind, man. Did it, he it, never? It, he never saw the end of the Seattle New England Super Bowl. Apparently not. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Did you get a tweet back from him? No, he's hiding. Oh yeah, well you know how that. Is. This is just a warm up for basketball. You know, mm-hmm. this is he's going to be. You know. Oh yeah, thoughts and prayers. Off Speaking somewhere. of thoughts and prayers to Zion, right? Yeah, my you know, gosh, it's unfortunate, right? I hate that they put all these games with the the nope, the nope on TV, and um, he's not even going to be back. I, I think he's going to be back like Christmas Day. They'll put him on Christmas Day on that ABC thing. Is he going? Is he going to be one of these dudes that's constantly hurt? Is he going to be like Shane Battier? I'm I'm Greg Oden. Have we met? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and he took less money to sign with the Jordan brand. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah, no, he did. He took less. He, he admits and like freely. Yeah, I took less money to sign and wear Jordans. Well, <laughs> what the fuck. Well, he does have some brain. I do like him a little bit. There you go. That did it. Let me see what the Christmas Day schedule is on, on ABC. If they've got the the nope on there. Uh, I don't know if the nope is going to be on there or not. Nope. Yeah. All right. TNT, the 8 and 1030 double handers. This is Christmas Day. Let me just say, everybody, uh-huh. watch out for Kobe White, Chicago Bulls. It's going to be dude strong. is dude is strong. All right, your Christmas Day lineup on the American Broadcasting Company, which I understand back in the day when Bruce was a kid, used to be the home of westerns. Um, <laughs> yeah. You like that one, don't you? Pop for that one. Boston, Toronto, at uh, noon. <laughs> Bucks and Philly at two thirty. Houston, Golden State at five. Clippers and Lakers again at eight o'clock, and then the Nope at ten thirty at Denver on ESPN. Oh, yeah. So my prediction is that Zion comes back Christmas Day, and that they've got him on ESPN at ten thirty. Yeah, that's maybe right. Maybe right. Six to eight weeks. Yeah. I'm sorry we're a day late getting this podcast to you, but I was busy all day ordering my Shorty G gear from WWE Shop. I hope you all got it. But that was I'm sure that took all day long too. You know, you know, phone lines busy and oh. internet shutting down and servers oh. blowing up, servers. everybody's doing that same shit. They were nuclear. And by the way, you could save twenty percent off at WB Shop and get free shipping using their special promo code. You ready? Write this down, Brian. I'm ready. Bullshit. I don't know. It's B U L L S H I T. I don't know if it's all caps that, or lowercase. Is that spelled S H O R T Y G? How stupid is that fucking gimmick? I, I swear, dude, they're they're not doubling down. They're tripling down on this shit. It's like, I feel, you know what I feel like at this point? It's like, um, oh, this is, I, I feel sad for the guy. I feel sad for Chad Gable at this point. He's like the, uh, 
it's like the stages of grief, grief and you finally get to acceptance. He's just been beaten down so many times. He's gone through anger and bargaining and denial, and he finally got to acceptance. He's like the um, the guy that's married to the awful woman who's like, do you, do you have to wear like fucking jean shorts and like your old Dale Earnhardt Sr. t-shirt out when we go to the picnic? And he's like, well, that's, that's what I like to wear. No, 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 you should wear these saddlebred shorts and this polo collared shirt and it's got to be like pastel color. I don't I don't like wearing that. And eventually she just harps on him so much he's like, "Oh fuck it, I'll do it." That's what Chad Gable is reminding me of right now. Mhm. It's it's super sad to see him like, "Okay, we're going to give you the shortage you give." Okay, I'll take it. All right, all right, that's okay. We want to make you as if your career wasn't dead and buried. We would like to go ahead and piss on the grave. Could you wear your grandfather's shorts? <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and call a spade a spade here, man. Those boys, those dudes, Jordan and Gable, they were doomed when Al- when when uh, the the Alpha. What were they called? Uh, uh, American yeah. Alpha. Yeah, that's what they were. You think when that American was it? Alpha? Yeah. Look what happened. I mean, where's hello, Jason Jordan? Where are you, Millet Carton? Uh- that was pretty much okay. That was the end of it when he when he accepted the gimmick as Kurt Angle's illegitimate child. Oh yeah, we can even go back that far. Yes, that yes. was kind of the. And I don't know at that point where they go. Well, it, it seems like they go well because remember every tag team you have to have one winner and one loser. This is the WWE theory. I'm not sure which one is a winner here, but go ahead. Well, I think they they pegged Jason Jordan as a winner because he's a you know eight inches. Oh yeah. Oh, that was obvious. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, there has to be a Shawn Michaels and a Marty Jannetty in every tag team. We can't just let the tag team be the tag team and be great. We have to figure out a way to split them up so that one of them can be a star. But right now, they both kind of ended up being Marty Jannetty. Because I'm telling you right now, if the Midnight Express existed in WWE land, Stan Lane would have been cut away from Bobby Eaton very, very quickly because he's much better looking, much more marketable to the ladies. And Bobby Eaton would have been out there and he would have been a job guy for the rest of his fucking career. And you know I'm telling the truth. No, no, man. There's no question. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. If the Rock and Roll Express had been with the WWE during their heyday and, and had been given an actual push, I don't know if they would have gone with Robert or Ricky because Robert's got the cross-eyed thing going on. he got the lazy eye thing like I do. Uh, and But Ricky's short, so I, it, that would have been a push. It's probably the reason that they never lasted very long in World Wrestling Entertainment because they couldn't figure out which one was going to be the star and which one was going to be the big fat loser. They just make him wear sunglasses all the time. They could they could do that because I don't. I mean, it, it it's stupid that that's the way it is. But I think they they peg Jason Jordan. Here's going to be the guy, and then Chad Gable's going to just fade away and do whatever he does. I don't think they ever had a plan for him. No, there was no plan. But now they've lucked. I and I was reading this article on one of the stupid websites, and it was um. Well, you know, The Miz has had significant contributions to this Shorty G character. Really? No, well, really? whatever. I, I find it very hard to believe that, that Mike The Miz Mizanin said, here's the deal. I want you to look dumb as fuck in, like, basketball gear that it looks like you got from Goodwill. That's what I, I want it to be. And I, I think that's going to be – and then uh, Chad Gable went, gee, golly, sure, I'll just run right through that wall. This is this is it, it's it's mind boggling. And when they lined those guys up as Team Hogan, it was uh-huh. like Roman Reigns and the Losers. 
It was Roman Reigns and his two little brothers. That's it what was, it looked like. It really was. It's like the, and, come on, and guys, I, let's wrestle. Is that another? Um, is that another way to try to elevate Roman by making the guys next to him look as big, like the biggest jabronis they possibly can make him look? Apparently, because it feels that way. Some, some things just never change. I I can't tell you how uninterested I am in Crown Jewel. I, I I'm I, I'm in car wreck territory. I'm like I will watch it because I like to watch car crashes. <laughs> that's that's where I am on this. I don't. I am, you know, I'm the the thing that interests me more, and what they've done a halfway decent job with. I would say the Kane Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar thing. They've done a halfway decent job at building that. Would you agree with that, or you disagree? Uh, as good as they could do, I guess. With right. it, uh, yeah, you know. And I guess I'm looking at context here because the rest of it is I don't. The How about Tyson- those punches he was throwing, though? By the way, did you see that? Were they real? The, no, Velasquez. Those punches that he was throwing on. Um, uh, who was it? That, that, Dominic? That, no, no. Uh, I can't. Everything's so, such a blur now of whoever. But it was Ray. And, uh, who was it? Rock? Anyway, I know it was somebody. Whoever that Ray was getting in a, a tiff with. Tiff with, yeah. And then Velasquez came down. Yeah. I, and, uh, uh, anyway, and he was the. He had him on the mat and he was throwing these punches. Velasquez was. And they were worse than Shane McMahon's, dude. Oh. I mean, they were completely. I was just like, oh. and the crowd could see it too. They were they were booing him. I mean, I guess that's why they were booing, but it was a noticeable boo. But yeah, if you get a chance to go back and watch that, I gotta go see that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't notice that. I, it was I, horrible. They, I thought they were generating some, you know, again contextually some mild heat because I don't I don't care at all about the Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman thing. I don't either. I don't either. I don't care at all about Team Hogan. I don't think Team anybody Blair. else really does either. To be oh. brutally honest. There's nothing going on there. There's zero. Remember when we thought that Vince getting competition was going to make the product better? Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I remember saying that. Here's what I we're did. left with: SmackDown is um, an okay show. Raw is an okay show. Um, AEW is eh, maybe a, a, a hair better than SmackDown. NWA Pro is a great show, and NXT is a great show. That's what we got going on right now, in my opinion. I'm there with you. Yeah, I think I think that's that's where we're at with this thing. Um, I'm very disappointed in the ratings in AEW, but I understand why they're happening. Uh, the best thing they've got on that show right now is a guy by the name of Chris Irvine. He goes by the name of Chris Jericho professionally. Yes, him. He's he's doing amazing stuff right now. I, I think Cody's doing fine. That segment they had with them was the best thing that they've, I think they've ever had. On. That shit was good, man. It that was shit amazing. was amazing. And, and it was because of Chris Jericho. Yeah. yeah. That whole thing was great because of him. That inner circle is great. Um, the show still needs more MJF. The Dippin' Dots. The, 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 the Dippin' Dots. That show needs more MJF. That show needs more Hangman Page. That show needs... Kenny Omega doing something other than being the vanilla shit that he is right now. Man, I still can't get over that. I maybe they have some, you know, plan in the works. They're going to get around to him or something like that. But it just seems to me that he's just wasting away because I tell you, man, I, I don't want. It's the same with Moxley. I, I think they're just under. They're making him very underwhelming. Uh, that's the way they present. To my eyes, in my eyes, that's how they're presenting him. Uh, 
you know, uh, you don't if you don't know about him, you may recognize him from WWE if you're some casual fan that's you know dropping in and seeing what's going on with this dynamite thing, and you wouldn't have any idea about why he's there, you know, anything. They just and you can say that about a lot of the the, the people on there, but I'm just naming off those two, and I just. I, if you keep this up, you're going to end up with your little core group of, you know, rabid fans that buy up all the tickets to all these things, you know, that know it inside and out and just anti WWE and all this shit. You know, that's what you're going to end up with if you're not careful. I, I think, yeah, you know, I, I, if you I, kind I, of ignore the casual fan in their world, I think they think they know, or they, they believe that everybody knows Dean Ambrose left WWE because he was unhappy, and they know he did that podcast and kind of laid out his grievances, and he had that comeback video. And people don't know that the, the vast majority of people don't know that, right? Don't, they don't know any of that shit, and they just act like everybody is in on all of the inside stuff, and they're not. Uh, Joey Janela can't get shit over. I'm sorry, he is a mediocre wrestler with some good moves. That is, that's what Joey Janela is. There's barely any gimmick there i don't know if he's doing a hairband thing or whatever he he and kenny omega had a match and there was there was zero heat i mean it was it was three-day-old popcorn as far as i'm well they just had a some dark match or something i was hearing about and reading about on uh youtube or aw dark or something i think it was a youtube uh, something on youtube and they totally different yeah they talk like they were just like going you know all out and just you know spot after spot after spot and then people are like wow they're doing this on youtube and then we i'm like when when i saw this match coming up i'm like oh shit maybe they're going to do that same thing here and i'm like well this is the same shit they did on this youtube thing that i never went to go see after hearing about it then it must not have been very impressive or the one on youtube was a lot more impressive for whatever reason than the one on tv i i saw an episode of aw dark and it was the one after philadelphia and i gotta tell you I'm not impressed with that show. I don't know what everybody's seeing and thinking that thing is so. Is it like edgy. a main event from W? What is that? They, what is? It? I've never seen it. Tony Schiavone says it's just matches they did, they weren't able to show on television, and it's stupid because you know a dark. What is a dark match? Uh, matches you don't see on television. Okay, but this isn't TV, but it's YouTube, and there's really no difference in 2019. I don't know if people have heard of the internet. You know, YouTube's a fairly popular site. Let me revise that. It's it's a dark matches for people in coliseum or arenas only. It's alleg- How's that? allegedly that's what it is. But then these people they, and it's here's what you need to know about AEW Dark. It is the home of the librarian gimmick, both female and male versions of it. Period. Zip. They you thought they had killed it. They haven't killed it. It's got life. It sucks. Well, I, I follow Leva and I, I see her up. Yeah, I know. I do too. And I see her up with the library library and stuff all, all the time so even though i haven't seen it on tv i assumed that it was still a thing because she still presents it on social media i thought super geek tony khan had told us hey we heard you about the uh, librarian thing and we know we're gonna make it and and now it's just they're just jacking themselves off on some of this stuff and it just drives me crazy yeah i don't know man they did a thing uh, it was like a personality profile thing from uh undesirable to undeniable and cody rhodes was uh interviewing some guy mm. behind the scenes and I, it's just i don't know all of this stuff is was so, this an aw thing yeah it's dark it's called a that was part of their profile oh it's see just, that's another thing too i think they're catering too much to the 
online people uh, as far as the YouTube stuff. I think they assume, like you said, I think that you, they assume everybody's seen all this YouTube stuff and they haven't. I haven't. I, I, look, right now, there's enough wrestling to suit me for the week. I don't need to go searching YouTube for AEW this and that and dark and and medium brown and whatever. You know, I don't want to – I'm saturated. I'm good right now. I don't need, need to have to search out shit. Can I and if you? I do, I don't think I'd be searching that. Can I interest you in an AEW French roast? Um, maybe. What about weekends? But weekends, I'm good on French roast. <laughs> what about what about a margarita AEW? Would that be all right for you? Fridays. It's Ask a, me to get on Friday. It's all of this stuff, you know. And and one of the main complaints. Sorry again for people who are just like devoted to this brand. We're gonna have to shit on it a little bit. Part of the the. It, you know, the criticism against WWE, which has been a fair one, is that basically it's just stuff that humors Vince McMahon. It's the poop humor and it's all that stuff. And now they're just doing stuff over on AEW to jack off the the Bucks and Cody, it looks like. I guess. Well, well, well the Bucks, it's almost like they, they're they kind of putting themselves in the place of or the same spot, actually, as, as Omega as far as you know, they went down early in the that tag team tournament. And that's another thing. I started thinking about that, which is fine. You know, they want to put over private party. Well, then you need to have a private party at least in the finals, I, I think. If if the Bucks come in, you know, uh, assuming that they, that, that, they, that they should focus on the Bucks like they're doing everything else for the insiders. Well, the insiders are big Bucks guys too, right? Mm-hmm. So – why, you know, if somebody like the private party beats them, well, that means private party needs to go all the way to the top to, you know, well, damn, they knocked the bucks off, you know, but they didn't. So that, that kind of demotes the bucks a little bit by private party losing in the semifinals. I like what they're doing as far as you crowning the champion in Charleston, West Virginia, having the rock and roll express present them with the belts and all that shit. Oh, That's they're getting fun. ready to get beat down. You think that's what's going to happen to get some Somebody's heat on somebody? Somebody's going to beat them down, yeah. That's that's stupid. That's such cheap heat. That's Stanley, by the way, if uh, you hear Stanley, that. Stanley doesn't like the Rock and Roll Express getting beat down. You're right, Stanley. It's bullshit. What's yeah, it? he's... Squeaky toy? Yeah, it's a squeaky toy. I was going to say, he, you can hear what he's saying. He's He speaks like Harpo Mark, so... Uh, <laughs> it's a dated reference lost on today's young yes, listeners. Google it. <laughs> we were getting some Marx Brothers uh, references on the Jim Cornette podcast. We're getting some Marx Brothers shit on there, so Cornette would pop for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I this stuff that's just meant to humor them, and I, I don't I, I, until further until further notice, the cons are still just money marks in my book. They're doing things right. I mean, the look of the show is great. The announcing is great. Some of the stuff that happens on the show, kudos to them for giving Chris Jericho whatever money he wanted, but. The tag team thing. Well, he's earned me, it, whatever he's getting. The the women's division in AEW is dreadful. I'm, I'm very happy they put over Britt Baker in her hometown. Great, super, and that is like a real counter to Vince shitting on people in their hometown. Whoopie-doo. But the rest of the women in AEW, the, the women's division in NXT destroys. Uh, she's a, They say she's a welder, right? Britt Baker, the welder? Is no. that... I'm, a plum, no plumber, plumber, plumber. I thought she was a veterinarian. What did I? That, that, that. I'm that? sorry, because that can't be hit enough. I can't remember. Yeah, it's something. Oh, maybe she's a yoga instructor. 
<laughs> no, she uh, she probably came out in yoga outfit. I don't think it's yoga instructor. Doesn't he, I don't, just, doesn't he just chew the squeaker out of those toys in about five seconds like every oh other dog? Man. If he finds a good – see, the one he's got now, it's got like a thick lining on it, so oh, there's nice. no way that squeaker's coming out. So, yeah. Nice. You got him the pit bull, the conk kind of – Oh, yeah, do. almost. Uh, it's almost like that. It's a little it's a little beaver, a little flat tail and everything. Is Helen going to come over and just slap him and get him to stop? Like, <laughs> Helen's like right across from him, just kind of laying there, staring at him, going, "God, man, you're just seriously annoying the shit out of me." You are, you are embarrassing every. Helen, Helen, kind of barely even acts like a cat, doesn't she? She does a lot of. She has a lot of. Uh, uh, I don't know, a lot of um, uh, traits that are dogish. I can tell you that <laughs> she, she barely acts like a cat. <laughs> she wants you to scratch her belly. She gives you licks. I mean, next thing you know, she she wants to go on a walk. You know. By the way, that's not a bad thing. If no. cats are acting more like dogs, I might like them a little more. No, see, exactly. That's why she's so cool. You could take take like the fifth best female performer in NXT. I don't know who that would be. Maybe Candice LeRae, yeah. somebody like that. Wow. Okay. She's. I think she's better than anybody they've got in AEW. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Candice LeRae, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, to me, the best Well, they do have Chelsea Green, right? Chelsea Green's in AEW, but we just really hadn't seen her. Where is she? She's on a milk carton somewhere. God, I'd have her out there. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. It's like the best, the best woman in NXT is Shayna Baszler, right? Uh, yeah, I would say that and right now. it was now. like... Who who's second best? Is it going to be Rhea Ripley or Io Shirai? Io Shirai, yeah, Io Shirai might be might be any, any, anybody in that order. Uh, I don't I don't even know who's going to be fourth best at that point. Oh, you got Tegan Knox. I love Tegan Knox, but I, she's she's a sweetie, man. God, I guess I got a massive crush on Tegan Knox right now. Yeah, she's nice. She's Absolutely. she looks good in the ring. I've never really seen her. I, I'd maybe seen her in a, in one of the May Young classics, but I just didn't remember seeing her because I, you know, there's so many of them. But, um, but yeah, she looks good. I like her and Dakota Kai. So, like the fourth or the fifth best woman in NXT is better than the top person that they're pushing anyway. Britt Baker, the it's, first. Yeah, person at least it's good. At least it's good. Yeah. So, ah, uh, but know. Bianca Belair. I would take Bianca Belair. I think Bianca Belair has a lot, and it's not just because I, I saw that she's got a really big ass. It's not because of that <laughs> this week. If we were still doing the countdown, which really gave people the wrong impression about this podcast, and I regret it wholly, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what I was doing. I, I, I flew into the teeth of the Me Too movement. We're that was in gonna, your younger days. That was I don't in your think we're going to rank them. We're just going to appreciate them. And that one is one to be appreciated. <laughs> It is a little underrated. I it will is. tell you that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just I just got into it this past week, and I was late to the party. And Bianca, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm in now, and I'm all in. Hashtag all in. Hashtag all in. Um, yeah, I take Bianca Belair. She's got she's got more going on. Um, NXT. Oh, Mia Yim. I mean, Mia, she's just as good. I think easily, easily Mia Yim. Yeah, I think all of that's. I, I think NXT was a much better show overall. Um, than AEW was, I think the saving grace of that AEW thing was definitely the the Jericho thing where they go trace him out there. It was fantastic. That was class. That's two weeks in a row. There's been two classic Jerichos. Uh, well, really, well, I guess two weeks in a row though, with the uh, with the the promo. the promo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I loved. I I think it's fantastic. Um, 
I thought NXT was great, including that that great ending. The wrestling on NXT was great, including Cameron Grimes and his Bat Masterson gimmick. Um, <laughs> Uh, thought about you i i was i was hearing and again this is another one where i really don't understand jim Cornette. he was like shitting on matt riddle he doesn't like matt riddle because he looks like spicoli i think matt riddle first of all let's be real look at the the look of that guy is amazing what has he got two percent body fat maybe Uh, maybe it's his body is sick dude i don't i don't care who you are i don't care if like a thousand people call me gay or whatever i don't give a shit i drive a prius i drink white claw i don't give a fuck that guy's body <laughs> is incredible uh and, and there's like a million dudes that are wrestling right now and be like man i wish i had a body like that because i don't know how hard he works at it what his diet is or whatever he makes everything look super easy but that dude has has an amazing physique well i mean what's the difference just because well, I mean, just looks-wise, how do you say that? Because look at all the Von Erichs. Look at Kerry Von Erich. He looks a lot like him. Yeah. And and which one? Was it Kevin that didn't have the shoes? I mean, Kevin, they, yeah. It was absolutely Kevin. So, I mean, come on, man. I don't know. That's fine. I don't know. That's, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't. I haven't heard Cornette. If, I mean, if it was recent in the last week or so, I haven't listened lately, so but I they, didn't hear him say that. He, they kind of – they're shepherding. It looks like they're really kind of guiding – trevor cameron all the way through this thing and, and kind of you know giving him some really prime spots and that was another prime spot his first uh i think it was his first loss on television and it was a great match um, i mean if you don't lose i mean that's the deal lose the riddle you know and then they were giving him kind of a country strong gimmick or something like that is what they were trying to do i think it's what they were trying to call him was what morrow was doing i guess i don't i didn't i don't know man it's kind of hard to say i get yeah but they they kind of it seems like they're trying to guide him little by little and step by step the kind of the way they did Cedric Alexander who has once again disappeared. Yeah, he's gone. It, he that, had his flash in the pan time with Orton. It feels like Not that's Orton, what they're uh, AJ. It feels like that's what they're doing is they're kind of guiding him step by step very carefully and as long as he can kind of ride that wave. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that goes because I don't know if he was an AEW right now they probably. Jesus, I, I think about I just had a, a flash of a kind of a vision of him wrestling pack, which would be amazing at this point. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's doing really well with that. The heel turn from Finn Balor at the end of NXT was really great. That was awesome. Um, that damn that damn Pele kick was just on point, man. God dang. And Gargano sold out like a fucking he sold it like goddamn Morton, man. He was dying. That dude, it was fantastic. All of that was really good. Undisputed Era is a tremendous heel stable. Um, those, All of those things, there's a lot of stuff that's going right with NXT right now. I don't know exactly. You know, they, they've kind of put Velveteen on the back burner. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think he's hurt. I think he's, I think he's injured. Is that what the deal is? I think so, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I think he's hurt. Well, in that case, then I guess they're handling it perfectly with those little vignettes and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't you know much. they'd have him. They'd have him in the mix somewhere. They would. They need to. I mean, yeah, because he's, he's too popular, man. So I, I think everything in NXT is hitting on all cylinders. Um, and then the battle between those two, between AEW and NXT, it's down to like a million versus six hundred sixty-eight thousand, something like that. Yeah, both both shows keep kind of trending downward, which I guess isn't surprising. But are you surprised that some of the numbers, as far as like 
as far as they're dropping on um, a couple of these weeks or either show? It's qualitative versus quantitative. I would have thought that the TNT thing would have been much bigger at this point, and now we're going to see if there's going to be any promotional value in that uh, NBA package pushing people over to watch on Wednesday nights. That's going to be very interesting because I think, if I'm not mistaken, is Wednesday nights, that's the NBA night for the uh, NBA on ESPN? Uh, on ESPN, yes. So, theoretically, if you're an NBA fan, you watch TNT on Tuesday, you would watch ESPN on Wednesday. And the idea would be to promote AEW, obviously, on Tuesdays and have people watch AEW on Wednesdays on the same channel. That's what you would want to happen. Um, yeah. The 18 to 49 numbers, they have doubled NXT's numbers. So that's quality and that's good. But despite Cody's best measures, I find it hard to believe that TNT is super thrilled. I mean, they're probably happier than Fox is right now. Mm, yeah, I, I would say that. And when they get those ratings on Monday um, from the FS1 show of SmackDown, that's got to be under a million. Got to be. Oh, yeah. Just for the sheer fact of it being on FS1. I'll be 100% shocked if they're over a million. If they get over a million, too, that'll be a huge victory for WWE, and they could spin that as a fantastic story. But I don't think they're going to, partially because of the World Series and partially because they had those NBA games on on Friday, too. Yeah. And it seemed like there was a big – wasn't there a big Colorado matchup like on, on ESPN2, a big college football thing? It was like one of the Big 12 uh, or Pac-12 it, games. Yeah, I think it was SMU and somebody, right? Oh, SMU against Houston, undefeated, yeah. Yeah, Houston. Those were some daddy uniforms that SMU had on, too. Did you see those? Yeah, those are, those are pretty nice. The Dallas shit? I thought it was tough as hell, dude. Well, I, did you see the TCU uniforms earlier today the, no against shit. Texas? What, oh, my they? God. They were like all these this faded purplish color i mean they look look like seriously helmets and all look like everybody's uniform just got faded in the wash it was horrible you know what i think of every time i think of tcu <laughs> what the fat guy on tin cup who caddied for roy tim cup mcavoy when uh, oh my Chief, god <laughs> quit damn the, the fat kid that the fat guy that was on sanford and son after uh damon wilson left the show oh bubba yeah. no 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 not bubba no it was yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's, he was on a million things because he was. I, I, know, I think he was on Dukes of Hazard. I know he's on like Sheriff Lobo back in the day and shit like that. He had a huge career. Yes, but he yes, was on yes. Sanford Arms and shit. And he was like Fred's. He was like the white answer to after Demond Wilson left the show. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I think of when I think of TCU because he was catting and huffing puffing while Roy Tinkup McAvoy was doing his shit after Cheech got pissed off and left. Man, <laughs> that's such a classic. What was I seeing about Cody? Cody tweeted something about Vince Russo. I don't know when was this. I missed this. This happened like recently. So first of all, fuck Mark Ronick and Lowell Meltzer for going. They were talking, I guess, on their podcast about meeting Russo and, and Disco Inferno. So what about meeting them? Like just running into them? Well, I or? guess they went to Vegas to meet him. I don't. I don't know. Ever since they kicked us off of their fucking stupid ass network, I don't keep oh, up with them but the, them. Yeah, the gaming marathon them. guys are always keeping up with them because all they ever talk about on that stupid ass uh market lowell show please go check it out for god's sakes go listen to that show if you hate your eardrums and you want to stab them well you will after you listen to this it's it's like 
hoop and summer camp apparently are the two big things. And apparently they somehow got together and finally met their hero, Vinny Rue, the spreader of uh, all A the good cheer. All the misogynistic and homophobic bullshit that made us quit their stupid ass network that they continue to defend because the checks keep rolling in. I, I, that part I just don't get, but so then in itself, there was something about somebody tweeting something about please don't. I think he had. Let me see this. I got to see his tweets and replies because it was. What very, did he, well, yeah? What was he saying? Was he being critical of him or was he patting him on the back? What, what, what was this was all saying, about? Don't have Vinny Rue come over and do your shit. Because no matter how things get, and he's like, I never even talked to the guy. I don't want to talk to the guy and essentially fuck the guy, even though he didn't oh, okay. say it in those words. That's how I would say it. Okay. Well, that's cool. And then somebody goes, hey, wait a minute. He's not like homophobic and stuff, but he has other guys like his fan base that jump on there and shit. And then I think that's when the great Matt Kuhn got involved. Uh, that was disgusting. Yeah, that... I don't know what's wrong with that guy, but he was pointing out that Vince doesn't really engender all of that homophobia and stuff. He just doesn't really set those bros straight. Well, that makes it okay, Matt. As long as he just allows it to happen and let those guys run wild, then he's really not complicit in anything. Yeah, that's that's just a goddamn excuse right there. Dodge, man. It's a fucking dodge. Uh, Somebody's tweeting now to hear, hey, Cody, what are your comments on Vince Russo on the podcast? Vince Russo said AEW ratings will go down until adjustments are made. Well, look, Vince speaks from experience. Everywhere he's worked, he's seen the ratings go down, so he knows the pattern. Right? Uh, you would think, I guess. He, he had the ratings go down in WCW. He had the ratings go down the shitter in TNA. So if you want to see the ratings go down, that's the guy you would hire. He's your go-to guy. He's the Bill Watts of shit. Damn. Yeah. Suck on it one time, bitches. Um, so, yeah, Cody made some sort of comment like, no, nah, we've never gotten in touch with him. And we don't care about him, and it's not a – I just I just never thought that would happen. I, I, I could maybe see Russo weaseling his way into somewhere else maybe, but I just – I couldn't see him weaseling in on Cody Cody's deal. I, That's I just, it. I'll tell you right now, if they hire Eric Bischoff or they hire Vince Russo, that promotion is D-E-A-D. It is a floating turd just like Impact Wrestling. <laughs> you say if they hire either one of them? Is either that what you said? one. And if they hire both of them, you can just go ahead and, you can go ahead and bury them, piss on the grave, and then take a big dump on top of it in, 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 as well. I, I, mean, I, 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 I can't believe Bischoff would even want to – mess with that at this point if i was him i just want to go back to fucking wyoming or, or whatever i would too go out to wyoming and then bitch about how 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 the world's gone politically correct on you and you can't go fondle a woman anytime you yeah, want to yeah just fire that podcast back up or some shit you know just not, just stay away from the wrestling shit hey he's gonna be at starcast of course he is that's where we're gonna find out all the goods man that's when he's gonna spill the fucking beans i can't understand anybody who would pay twenty dollars to get their picture taken with that fucker and i know people can criticize me like i don't know why you paid this money to be i i don't understand somebody tweet at me at katie vick alive how would you would ever does anybody really want to pay that motherfucker twenty dollars to have your picture taken with that guy would you pay him ten there's no amount of there's not even a dollar. My money is too precious to me these days. I mean, I've been in I've been in situations where my I would spend loosely. There's been a time in my life when I might have paid five if he would have let me like 
act like I was beating the shit out of him. Like I was doing Earl Hebner when we were up in Martinsville. Yes. Yes. If he had that's a classic. If he had that stupid pseudo fucking biker black jacket that he wore in WCW with the straps hanging down the bottom, and I don't know what those straps were. I guess they were to keep his tampon in place, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I apologize, gynecological fans. I meant to say maxi pad. If he would have worn that thing, then I would have considered at some point, maybe six years ago, spending five dollars back when I was making a little cash. Uh, to have my picture taken with, you know, wrestling's own John Davidson. Yes. Possibly. But no, I, I don't understand anybody. And this is, I, I I mean, it's great. Conrad's a moneymaker and he's great. I, the people that I've seen that are coming to StarCast aren't that great. I honestly think I the people at WrestleCade are just as good, if not better. The lineup the, the, that they've got going there, that Tracy and those guys have going to WrestleCade. It's amazing. That lineup, man. It, I, I'm like, there's, there's so many people coming this year. Um, well, where is StarCast? Is it, where is it, Baltimore? This, it's in Baltimore. This I mean, he does, uh, he, I mean, he's doing 143 of them a year. They're becoming a little less special. Yeah. I, I thought it was like a one-time-a-year thing. I didn't realize they were doing it every other month or whatever no, the hell. It's like it's going to be StarCast 55, and they're they're like not even going to – what they're going to have is like uh, it's going to be some of – Ole Anderson's foot fungus. If you want to get your picture taken with that, <laughs> we're going to have it over there. And you're going to have a bunch of, like, again, 40-year-old virgins hanging out in the Blue Chew Lounge. That'll be fun. So, okay. I'm, on, I'm just, I'm just going to ask the fucking question. I don't care if I sound stupid. What exactly is StarCast? Is it like a WrestleCade that they do? Yes. Uh, basically? Okay. It's Is just it like a, a full gathering, weekend thing. It's a gathering of wrestle geeks, like like they have at WrestleCade. Okay, and he does. And he like, have your picture taken, and then they have the the stuff like they have at, uh, you know, like the CM Punk. You pay extra and go to the VIP section, and you know. Gotcha. Okay. Have Arn Harvey have Arn Anderson explain how you know he almost got killed by, by Sid Vicious. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Well, I just I, yeah, I never really understood exactly what that was, can especially you, now that it's you can know, you pay twenty bucks and have the overhand with the scissors going after Arn and he'll sell it. I mean, can I? That's that's worth twenty to me. <laughs> I I'm sorry. Hashtag too I, I don't soon. know if he'd be down for that one. Is it too soon? I'm hey, sorry. Uh, that might bring back some memories, man. I don't know. I don't know if he, I'd want to. I don't know if I'd want to do that. Yeah, it might not be a good idea. Big ass Sid Vicious coming at you with scissors. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Okay. If Sid Vicious and Arn Anderson would be in the same picture with Arn holding a pair of scissors and Sid holding a softball bat, would you pay fifty dollars for that photograph? Of course I would. Yeah, come on, you'd have to, right? Of course I would. There's no question about that. That's a big double win. There's no, there's no doubt about that one. God, man, that's just a no-brainer. How, how would you, how would you, you know, take my money? Oh, that, that was an Abdullah the Butcher fork question. That's like, are you kidding me? Give me that fork. The money, the money could not come out of your pocket quicker. And I wish I'd been. You, would, you almost broke your hand. I mean, I wish I would have been there to see it. Oh my God, I did. I think I bit my finger back trying to get it out so fast. Um, Olympic medalist Anthony Ogogo, O G O G O. Wasn't that? Wasn't there some song for the eighties where they chant O G O G O? Wake me up before Anthony Gogos. Is that what it was? Wasn't that? Wasn't that the time? O G O G O. Ah! 
Oh, well, take oh, yeah. Cooper Cage. Wrap <laughs> you yeah, up behind was- Orange Cassidy. Ogie, Ogie, oh. He has signed with uh, All Elite Wrestling. Cody Rhodes appeared at today's Southside Wrestling event in Hertfordshire, England. To make the announcement later in the show, MJF and a go-go got into a word of, oh, they're going to have him feud with this guy. Jesus, God. This is how MJF? Yeah. Oh. This is how you decide to showcase MJF and his first, like, big thing in AEW is fighting with this guy who probably has the personality of one of my dick hairs. Surprisingly, as far as I'm concerned, and again, I'm not one of your big wrestling insiders. Anthony Agogo has not been a major free agent on, as far as I'm concerned. Am I wrong, Bryant Williams? I have never heard of the dude. I, I know I'm kind of out of the loop on the indie scene, but uh, you know, I, I I see names floating around. That's not one I've seen. Wouldn't you say that a, a Jeff Cobb or a Jacob Fatu would be higher on the list yes. than maybe an Anthony Agogo? Yeah, definitely on my list. Uh, I saw you say, Jeff Cobb earlier today, man. I saw. I was watching some ROH. Isn't it great? God, he's so good. He's never bad. And those and those YouTube matches with Jeff Cobb against Jacob Fatu, I I can oh. watch. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, I I don't think Jacob Fatu is long for MLW. Jeez, I love him so much. I love him. I love Jeff Cobb so much, and I just I buy into those guys hard. I mean, there's just like no like. Oh, I don't know. I'm not really sure if I like these guys. No, I'm yeah, 100% all in. Hashtag all in. All in. Hashtag all in. Later in the show, MJF and Ogogo got into a war, to, war of words. MJF dared Ogogo, a former professional boxer, to punch him. Ogogo obliged, laying him out. After the scuffle, Ogogo said he would be seeing him on Wednesday nights. Ogogo is a former Olympic medalist scoring the, oh, now, now you've turned me around, the bronze medal in boxing in the middleweight division. Well, my bad. And when is the last time you didn't head over to your local subway to see the bronze medal winner from the Olympic Games, Bryant? Gosh, I could, you know, it was just last week. Subway, eat fresh. This was the 2012 Olympic Games in London. He later went on to have a professional boxing record of 11-1. and one. So you can't say he didn't have a story. I'd say, I'd say that's probably about the median for a boxer. It's going to be about 12 fights, 8 to 12. I guess. Uh, the Southside Wrestling event is final card under that name as they will be merging with Revolution Pro. Today was the ninth anniversary event and originally was supposed to feature NXT UK talent Ligero, Kaylee Ray, Zaya Brookside, and others. They were all pulled by WWE back in September. It was later announced AEW talent, including Cody and Brandy, MJF and Sean Spears, would instead be part of the event. So it's a good for them to take care of those opportunities, and I'm sure with the business and ownership History that the Khan family have over in England, they are keen to go ahead and expand and do a lot more events over in jolly old England. Yeah. Hmm. Sean Spears is another one they should be showcasing a little bit more than they have been. With Tully Blanchard letting him cut promos and shit. Can I just what? say, I'm not, everybody else has been gaga over Blanchard's performance, and I certainly liked, you know, Arn fucking with him and stuff. I, I don't necessarily think that he's adding a whole lot to the mix at this point. Let him cut a promo. Let him, yeah. That's one of the things that Tully Blanchard made his money talking into a microphone. Yes. I mean, great in, in ring worker, but what put that guy over? Seventy percent of what you of what you paid your ticket to see was some bullshit that he said on television. That's why you wanted to see him get knocked the fuck out. God, yes. 
Um, so, yeah. Oh, did you hear about this? Title change at Impact Wrestling TV tapings. <gasps> Speaking of turds that are floating out of the Atlantic. Spoiler alert. Brian Cage no longer your uh, champion during tapings in Windsor, Windsor Ontario. Uh-oh. Was it, was it Sammy Callahan? Wow. It is almost as though you have read my mind, ladies and gentlemen. Sammy Callahan, who was a dreadful piece of shit even by wrestling standards, now oh. is your Impact Wrestling World Championship. Don Callis uh, and Scott Demore, who I thought were the dream team, I swear to God, boy, we were wrong on that one. I, I have, I have no idea. I, I don't think they could. I don't think they could could uh, book a, a money shot on a porn shoot. I really don't. I don't think they would be able to make it happen. Man, Callahan faced Brian Cage in a steel cage match during those tapings. The ending had Callahan cut off Cage and deliver a pile driver off the middle rope, pinning him to win the title. Because, sure, why not? <sighs> okay. Right, well, it's not like I've seen Impact in the last oh year or how, how long. Would you? Where would you go to watch it? That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe you I, can catch it on their Twitch channel, possibly. I don't bother with that shit. This follows their match at Bound for Glory this past Sunday, where Cage successfully retained the title against Callahan. So he wins it at the pay per view and then loses it on a meaningless TV taping that no one will see. I swear to God, if more than five thousand people bought that pay per view. I would be utterly and totally shocked. Boy, I remember when Bound for Glory was was a pretty decent damn pay-per-view back in the day. Holy cow. Uh, Anthem. What the fuck? What, what is going on with this company? Weren't they supposed to be on Access this past week? I guess. I don't know. I don't know if it's on demand. I saw something on Access today. You know what I saw? Uh, Pink Floyd concert. No, you're not too far off. It was Billy Gibbons and BFG down in Cuba. So the, the lead guitarist for ZZ Top was down in Cuba doing a little tour, and they were sing, sing, singing some ZZ Top songs. Uh, some of the Cuban people were. It is, uh, is there a ZZ Top called, song called Yo Quiero Dinero or something like that? Probably. Yeah, and they were singing that in Cuba. And I uh. bet you that was fucking 10 times more entertaining than Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Well, see, I don't have access. It's not on my tier of, of cable channels. I got it on so, something, but I don't give a I, shit enough to watch Impact Wrestling. Well. I just don't. After the match, Tessa Blanchard came down and stared down Callahan. So this is our this is our end game. This is the Scott Demore and Don Callis master plan is to have her beat Sammy Callahan for the world championship. Well, she already has, by the way, right? Well, I she, guess. So I guess this is, again, what they're going to do. I mean, she's already no, beat the, him in, like, some some match. Yeah. Well, the two faced each other, said in the main event. Maybe, no, no, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. She lost to him. Right, in July. But he, like, and then, yeah, and then he, she took him to the limit, right? And then he, uh, like, extended his hand and, you know, showed respect. So it kind of set up something for down the road, which I guess That's what this is down the road. It says here, Impact officially starts this Tuesday on Access TV. You haven't oh, missed this anything. Tuesday. Okay, I got you. And that will be following a rebroadcast of Asia in Asia. Which I think was the first MTV contest. Probably. I think it was after the John Cougar Pink Houses. Paint the mother pink. <laughs> it says here a special aired last Tuesday. This may be what you're thinking. That went over current storylines 
Okay, okay. I, I thought I heard something about so it. It literally honest. was like a, a frat girl, a sorority girl from college vomiting for 60 minutes because that's their current storylines. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I can name five guys in that in that outfit right now. In we'll that try, company. But we just let, Okay, let's just subtract the people we just talked about because we can't talk about Sammy Callahan or Brian Cage. Well, those are the two. I was going to name those two anyway. So, we yeah, you just take so those gotta, out. Yeah, we those just are talked about them. And, and we can't talk about Tessa. So those are, those are all out of, out of the mix. Okay, and after that, okay, I'm ready. Crickets. Um, Crickets are ready. Because LAX is gone. Um, shit. And then uh, Joseph Park Esquire, he's no longer, he's in WWE. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's gone. He was there for 100,000. Hang on, hang on. Is, is the original player from the Himalayas, is he still there? Sanjay Dutt, or is he, I think he moved on too, didn't he? I, I Wasn't he like one of the... The dudes, he was like um, uh, the the color guy. Then they, he moved backstage like as a trainer or something, but he may be gone totally now. Josh doesn't count. We can't you say Josh because he's the no. announcer. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, Mike Tugay, he's not there anymore. Um, I What I about uh, Taya, Taya Valkyrie? Is she still, is she there? She may be. Is Velvet Sky still wrestling for them? No, I don't think she's, I don't know. I know Angelina Love. No, Angelina Love She's and Velvet Sky both. They're on. Uh, they're and they're with Mandy Rose. They're they're the allure on this ROH. Great, this is a really good exercise. Uh, ODB is nowhere to be found. Hasn't been forever. Gail Kim obviously not part of the mix. Um, although Gail, didn't Gail Kim go into their Hall of Fame like a year I ago so. last I summer or something? So. Yeah, and ODB may as well be there. Yeah, I'm having trouble placing any talent. I can't, I can't come up with anybody, I man. I can name more people booking that shit than I can in the uh, people doing that shit. That's that's really not good. Ah, uh, man, Trevor's. Uh, wait a minute, hold on. Uh, one's coming to me here. Got one? Uh, uh, is Rosemary still there? Rosemary may actually still be there. You may you may have nailed one, pal. Or uh, what? What's uh, Rich Swan? Is he still there? Rich and his, Swan his may woman? be there. Yeah, Rich Swan may be under under house arrest there. <laughs> um, is there an X division? Is there still an X division at all? I have that one. I have no idea. Jesus, this is bad. That Desmond guy. What was his name? Desmond. Yeah. Xavier, maybe for so, the one that I, I think he was like the last dude to came come out of that X division kind of shit, and then you know they stuck a couple of big guys in there. There, there's some I can't remember what that guy's name was. He came in for like a month on Impact and was gone. It's kind of a black guy. He's kind of a big guy. Oh, uh, Marshall, Marshall Rocket. Jesus, oh and, man, that is sad. Yeah, and he's. And then uh, Cage was part of that. And then it just kind of went away, the whole uh, X division. So I don't know, man. Nobody ever – and this Impact. is where – by the way, this is where I agree with Bruce Pritchard. Nobody could ever tell me what the X division was. It yeah, was like, that never got explained very well. There's no limits. I was like, okay, and that differs from – I mean, I know they used to hang an X like in the center and you had to do the – I knew that. That had to happen yeah, at one time. Yeah, yeah. But that was like – forever ago <laughs> yeah i mean but it was made up it was almost to me it was almost like a cruiserweight kind of thing 
Yeah, but and then when like, this Marshall rocket came in and they're but but they never called it cruiserweight. They no. never, you know, referred to it as little guys, but it was like a bunch of little guys like Chris Saban and, and those type dudes, you know, running around get, doing that shit. No, but then Samoa Joe was competing in the X Division. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. I forgot about him. Okay. Okay. I think he won the X Division championship at one time. Maybe he did. It was bizarre. I mean, there's uh, that, that promotion. That's that would be an interesting story. If you could ever get the real story from any of them Dixon and we really and we never heard I don't think anybody that I know of has ever heard the the actual Austin Aries story uh, Austin Aries was a dick and that was the end of the story <laughs> okay no I don't know he may he may have met his match in dickhood from Dixie she's I, I think she's incapable of telling the truth about anything well no this is when he he yelled up at uh Don Callis and, yeah, and what's he, his name? He, he took the finisher from John Johnny Impact and then no sold it and then got out of the ring and he yelled at him and I don't know. Yeah, if yeah, and that was that man. He's never heard it. That's the last I've heard from him. Last time I'd like to. He and he and Sammy Callahan could have a death match where one of them actually dies and I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> I I would count. I'd throw them both out of the ring, count them out, and both tell them to just go go die. Um, let's go over the crown jewel matches because we're going to be again riveted to this team Hogan oh and, and by the way just before we, we get out of this thing Tim Storm one of the greatest baby faces in wrestling currently oh my god mama Amazing. mama storm um, mama storm mama storm <laughs> uh, him, and, him and Eli together is solid ass money fantastic um, Team Hogan, Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, and Ali against Team Hol- Team Flair, Randall K. Orton, <laughs> King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke, and Drew McIntyre. Um, I don't know. Uh, hopefully Corbin. Uh, it's either going to be Corbin taking the pin or getting the pin. I'm not sure. I think you think so. I think so. I think either they're going to continue because when they're down, when they when they want to unheat him, they go ahead and have him eat a pin or two. Yeah, but then yeah, they, he inexplicably will like pin somebody for some reason. It's odd. Uh, Strowman versus Tyson Fury. I just I can't. You know, both of these fights. I'll just go ahead and say it for Lesnar and, and Kane and and this one, this Tyson Strowman. I just can't see anybody winning. I can't see anybody going over. Yeah, what's the – it's not going to put – I think Braun will win only because unless they're planning to do something long-term with Tyson, and I just don't think they should or could. Well, I just – I don't know. I just don't want him to get knocked out by these hands. Mm-hmm. And I just – I I just don't want that. But, you know, that's, that's fine, whatever. But I put this tweet out like a week or two ago. I, one of the guys I know at work has – was watching AEW because it was on like um, a replay on that True TV on the weekend. And he doesn't really follow it that much, but he was big into it back when right. the heyday in the 90s. And he said his perception was, like he knew who Chris Jericho was and shit. And mm-hmm. when I told him, I think he knew who Dustin Rhodes was. And, and when I explained to him that was, you know, Dusty's, like Cody was also Dusty's other son. Right, he, right. His perception of AEW was it's for guys that weren't good enough to be in WWE. That was his, his non-fan perspective on it. Spontaneous. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Lesnar versus Velasquez. I just don't. Unless they're building up something for Kane, I think Brock goes over in that one. Yeah, I can't see Kane getting the damn belt for any, sure. Any thoughts on Mansoor versus Cesaro? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, 
no. He's got, he's a Saudi guy. He's got to. I mean, Cesaro's got to do the job, right? Uh, well, why not? He's been jobing for the last three or four months anyway. So you know what the hell? Why the hell not? The the point is to get that guy over so that those Saudi blood money checks can keep clearing, right? Of course. Shit, maybe maybe Vince McMahon will be able to build a hotel in Riyadh. Wouldn't that be amazing? No, uh, I think it's coming. That's it's on the bill. They get well soon to X, man, with that Achilles injury. That's really tough. God, that sucks, man. Because I, I I don't know, but I, I have a feeling there there's something big in the works for those guys. Um, whether somebody was going to turn on somebody or or what, but I just couldn't see that stale gimmick going on Speaking much of which, longer. I did see that um, Paige, she had to take her dog to the vet. It was an emergency thing because the, the dog apparently like ate a bunch of chocolate. Oh, my gosh. So there's a joke there about both the dog and its owner liking chocolate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. First story was true. I wasn't just doing it as a fake thing. It was real. By the way, she's probably going to get more shit for that from the PETA crowd, like tweeting her, like, how could you let your dog? She's going to get booed more for that than she ever did for that sex tape. No doubt. And I'll say this, and, and, and you and I both are, are very responsible pet owners. Yes. And, and I had a dog who lived to be 17 years old, wow, Benson, dude. of course. And uh, we left a chocolate bunny out on the table, and somehow he got it. Right. And, and this is a big chocolate bunny. It wasn't one of the little ones. And and, and he ate like half of it. Jeez. And didn't phase him a bit, man. Are you kidding? Not a bit. He didn't even get the shits? No, nothing. Oh, that kid was strong. Dude, he, like I said, he lived to be 17, so that should have been a telltale sign right there. This was like back when he was, you know, a whippersnapper at seven years old or something. He probably just, he's like, he probably grabbed that thing. He was like looking at you while he was eating like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, it's just good. Me. I'm, I'm, too, I'm too hardcore for this. What? What, bro? Come at me. <laughs> Come at me. What? I'm, I'm just going to eat this fucking bunny. What? What? Um. <laughs> Biggie Big e and Kofi Kingston against the Viking Raiders uh, versus Heavy Machinery versus Lucha House Party in an over- versus this versus that versus 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 versus. Wait, there's more. There's more. Court Harkins and Zach Ryder versus the Revival and God damn it versus the OC. God, I'd like to overbook this a little more. Versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus apparently uh, Jesus. How about the Headhunters? Are they going to be in there? Headhunters made it in. The the um, <laughs> the Kentuckians are also in this one. I think Ron and Don Wright. Um, how about uh, and, Dino Bravo and Paul Jones? Are they yes, in there? Yes. Uh, Ron and Robert Fuller are going to be in that one as well. Um, Kev- Kevin Sullivan. Steamboat Youngblood, they're going to be in there? Yes, Kevin Sullivan and Purple Haze also in this match. Awesome. Um, that's going to be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> what about what about Gorea and Gagne? Are they going to be in there? They, yeah, it's, like, it's right here. It's on the page. Uh, Rob Van Dam and Sabu once again teaming up. Nice. Um, the Gangsters. Are actually going to be in this. Um, the kid that um, New Jack opened up, um, Mass Transit, is going to be in this one. I think he's teaming with um, uh, Hector Guerrero, possibly, for this one. Oh, be, yes, I yes. I think going to be a, a pretty good tag team in that one. Uh, the Bar Brothers, Jesse and Art, going to be a part of this one. That should be pretty huge. Um, Dick Bourne and Matt Bourne also in this match. Um, it's, it, I mean, you're, I think. What about uh, Slater and Murdoch? Are they going to be there? Ted and Mike DiBiase are going to actually be in this one as oh, well. So, great. Um, 
Blackjack Mulligan teaming with um, his son-in-law, Mike Rotunda. What about the Killer Bees? Killer Bees also making this one. Uh, I understand B. Brian Blair is uh, he canceled a couple bookings to make sure he could be in Saudi Arabia. So that's going to be a huge one. God, that's going to be a huge match. That is just going to be gargantuous. Jimmy Valiant uh, teaming with Sweet Emily Diamond. <laughs> I think that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be fantastic. I really think. Um, Eric Watts and um, Vern Gagne for some reason are going to be. Tagging. Oh my I don't know God. exactly why. But it should be, I, I think, fantastic. Pat Patterson is gonna is gonna be in this one. He he says he doesn't want to tag with anybody, but I think Gerald Briscoe is gonna gonna he's go just in, lay in the middle of the ring. <laughs> it's gonna be him. I just don't care about these matches. Uh, Seth Rollins gets the fiend. False count anywhere uh, in Saudi Arabia, but not Iraq. And it can't be stopped. Match cannot be stopped for any reason. For any reason. 20-man Battle Royal winner faces AJ Styles for the United States Championship and AJ Styles against the Battle Royal winner. I just, you know, I'm just cautioning the WWE, mm, you may be on the verge. Now, listen to me again. How's my territory doing? Not well. Um, you may be on the verge of overbooking this just a little. Now, I'm, I, I, just, I, I'm just cautioning. Good God. Well, if you go back and look at the other crown gems, they have uh, – pretty much done the same thing with all that bullshit booking and all that Michaels and Undertaker and you know that whole shit. I I have to, I have to watch Wolfer. this. I have to watch this because I just think it's it's got the potential to be as bad as anything we've seen lately, maybe even a little bit worse. Probably. Do you see the do you see the uh uh recording of that parade that they had with the Undertaker? That was weird. They've shown it twice. They showed it on Raw and they showed it on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. That was so, just weird. It was man. creepy and they felt so good about it. They showed it twice. Right. Didn't it look like Roman Reigns was sodomizing somebody in that parade or something? I, it, I didn't know what the hell it looked like. It, both he and Undertaker just looked like, I don't know, borderline scared, embarrassed, I don't know. freaked out. I don't know. They just looked weird. I just, I just I want to caution and give a few travel tips for those of you who are WWE superstars who are listening, because I know we have a lot of them listening to this podcast. Numerous. If you make eye contact with a woman in Saudi Arabia, you're dead. I mean, D-E-D dead. So don't even do that. Uh, You'll get khashoggi It's bad. And he wants to be a good host and everything, but if you, if you like... They get they have the buffet over there at the hotel in Riyadh. Yes. Uh, and if you go through and you go, mm. is that what it's called, the hotel Riyadh? Hotel Riyadh. You can check out any time you like, but your head will be taken off. That's how they. That's how they do it. If you go through that buffet line, you go. I don't know these these dates are a little sour. You're dead. Oh, they're just going to escort you to the, the the little closet over there. Um. Uh, th- th- these are just a, a couple of travel tips. I mean, it's it's really they're very they're good good to live by. Wise tips for and and for those of you who um, how do I put it? If you are someone who likes to perpetrate involuntary sex, you're in the right country because there there ain't no Me Too movement. It, it, the, the Me Too movement is 197 years away from becoming even heard about anywhere in Saudi Arabia. So it's called the me, huh? Movement. Yeah. For, for those of you, and I don't want to, again, 
say that anybody would be in this category or would would be this kind of person, Andy <clears throat> Orton. If you are, it's it's rape at will, is what I'm telling you. This is the one thing. If if you are in trouble with the with the prince, you go. Oh, hey, don't kill me. I raped three people last night. Okay, you're my boy. Come up to the box. That's that that'll that's what's gonna happen. That's that's what that's what'll be happening right there in Saudi Arabia. So are you did I understand that right? That we might be seeing Randy Orton up in the box? If he if he did, he'll he'll go into they now they don't have a Hall of Fame inside they do have a rape hall of fame. And, and and everybody bitches at it. It's just like Vince is like, I do not understand how he goes in. He did not even have that great career. There was three years there. He didn't even rape anybody. But the people go in because it's whoever the prince likes. Oh, yeah. Kind of like that. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Very, it's it's very, yeah, you got to kiss Jan Winner's ass to get in that thing, right? Right. You got you to gotta kiss his ass. By the way, everybody, if you're, they're still doing the vote, go in and vote for Todd Rundgren in that thing. Yes. It's like way yes. past time. I mean, there's other people that should go in too, but definitely him. If you think T-Rex and, and Thin Lizzy should go in, that's great. I don't have a problem. But definitely vote for Todd Rundgren. I mean, Jesus. Or his B.I.G. It's, it's, really? It's way, it's way beyond time. I mean, there's the something, anything album in and of itself would be fantastic. Yeah. Last time I saw the – it didn't look too good for him, but uh, hopefully – and here's the other thing that's going to happen over in Saudi Arabia. Vince McMahon and I think Jamal Khashoggi, uh, the, the guy who killed Jamal Khashoggi, I think they're going to get into a hotel room and I think they're going to make sweet love. And, and the whole time they're going to be saying Donald Trump's name while they're just fucking each other. Because they, they both love that guy. You know, I got to tell you, that almost makes me want to throw up thinking about that. The He's going to puke. He's going to puke. <laughs> it's it, i i think they're gonna there's gonna be some sweet love that's gonna be made um will this be in the same hotel Riyadh? no in the hotel Riyadh. you can check out anytime Living it up. Ride, but you'll always Living be beheaded so yeah the, the, these are just travel tips for you wwe superstars who will be going to uh saudi arabia it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you ever have a sip of alcohol, of course, your head comes off as well. So, yes. I mean, you know, as always, kids, have fun with it. Enjoy yourself. Um, especially you, Shorty G, and your new gimmick. Um, God, you know, when American Alpha split up, it was like Jason Jordan said, you know, I'm going to fuck my career good after this <laughs> really burn and it down, it, it, burn burn it down. <laughs> and chad gable says really that's oh, what, my beer basically that's what bruce pritchard was doing you know what seth rollins did in that that fire that firefly funhouse when he burned everything down that's yeah. essentially what bruce pritchard is now doing to shorty g's career that's what he's doing to chad gable's career he's just putting the lighter up and then there's chad gable why are you doing this to me yeah Yes, because you're, you're five. Because you're average height for an American male. God Almighty, uh, Bryant Williams. Follow him on Twitter, Bryce Sports, B R Y Sports. Follow me on Twitter at Britt Whitmire, B R I T T W H I T M I R E. Follow the show on Twitter at Katie Vick Alive. Follow me on Instagram, B Dub Four Reels, B D U B Number Four R E E L Z. And if I didn't mention it, Bryce Sports is also Bryant's handle on Instagram. And you can help out the show by shopping at our Amazon store. You got stuff you need for Halloween. You can still buy it 
at our Amazon store, which is katievic.com. katievic.com. Until next time, fans, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week. And until then, so long for now.